now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 509th episode of the Pucko Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the lovely, as always, fluffiest whimsy cop. Hello. Uh, and we've got, uh, we've got the master of battles himself. We've got Seth Vilo. Mm, season's greetings. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon here from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. And, uh, I think actually today's, t- like, everything, today's good. Today's a good one. Uh, <laughs> <for that descriptor. laughs> so with that said, uh, I guess I'd ask you guys, have you been up to anything fun? Anything fun recently? Ooh. Well, yes. I have been watching the Paralympics again this week, and okay, okay. just like an hour ago, something absolutely fantastic happened in the final match in the athletics. It was the 100-meter dash yeah, in yeah. the women's T63 category, and Italy got the whole podium, gold, silver, wow. and bronze. Wow. Yep. It was... Uh, I cried. <laughs> It was amazing. Nice Good for Italy. Yeah, it was. And it, well, I could tell you a whole story about how amazing those women are. But yeah, it's like the one who got silver is the one who started this discipline. And the other two essentially saw her on TV. And when they got the same type of disability that she has, they said, well, I want to be like her. And they got the podium together, all three of them. Yes. That's amazing. That's cool. What a story. So cool. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, they're so great. (laughs) What about you, Seth? Anything anything cool? It's been a lot longer since you've been on the show than Whimsicott, seeing she was on last week. Yeah, very true. Well, I couldn't be on last week because I was busy perusing Disney World, which, you know, I did at my own risk, but whatever. Yeah, that's fine. I assume you're vaccinated, right? So like that is correct. Since uh, and if you wear like a mask at the same time, like you're probably yeah, you're like mostly okay-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so better than I most. That. I became one year older this last week, so that was another thing. Wow, um, I know. Happy birthday, Huzzah. Seth! Huzzah! And Happy birthday! Starbucks indeed. decided to celebrate by releasing their pumpkin spice drinks this week or roughly this week so they do that for seth's birthday and nobody else do it for me (laughs) they do it for me the season has started hence my greeting this morning (laughs) season's greetings i wonder if that's something they actually sell in italy i've obviously never had it because i've never been to the states in autumn or winter Mm -hmm. i should check that out wait pumpkin spice yeah Oh, it's okay. not a thing I, elsewhere, but we do have Starbucks now, so maybe they sell it. I don't know. It? Is like is like the pumpkin like an American vegetable or, or gourd? Uh, I, I assume it's all over no. the place. I don't think it is. Maybe some. I don't kinds know the pumpkin's are, but... origin. Yeah, right. I, I you, when you think about that, you just don't know. 
Like I know corn. Corn came from the U.S. and like that's about corn like, and potatoes and actually. tomatoes are from the Americas. Yes, I'm not sure about pumpkins and Venus flytraps. Oh, oh, okay. They're from South Carolina. I don't eat that one. It eats you though. Ha! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Regardless of where pumpkins are from, you guys are obsessed with them. It's like the same way we claimed the tomato as our own. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is not from you either. I think that's North American too, actually, the tomato. It is. I, I absolutely need to know where the pumpkin hails from. Okay. Can you Google it for us? We need us? to know the origin story. We need to know the, <laughs> we need to know the origin story of the pumpkin. Uh, we'll get back to you between subjects. <laughs> it, says, it says they originated in Mexico. Oh, oh, see, North that's America. American, too. Uh, Northeastern okay. Mexico and the United States and the Southern United States. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah, You've got a lot fact. of important things. Important? I mean, it's important to you here because we live here, right? Like, But yeah. I can't yes. imagine the rest of the world cares about pumpkin. They will. We do not, although it is very tasty. It is it's, it's, it's solid. The Starbucks has spread. It is it is growing. Our influence grows with every latte sold. <laughs> I mean, pumpkin pumpkin's uh, good enough like food. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, for me, I don't I don't think I did much Pokemon stuff. I played like a little Unite this week because Blastoise came out and I wanted to try it, but oh, yeah. that's unfortunately mm. not possible to do because everybody wants to try it mm. because they like built up artificial hype in it by like like they put out the image for for like the next three characters in Unite, right? And I'm telling. I'm going to tell you the order that they that the picture shows them in. It's Blastoise, and then Gardevoir, and then question mark Pokemon, right? Uh, and they're like, yeah, we're going to put out a mystical third Pokemon, right? And so based on that image, mm. you're just like, oh, it's going to be Blastoise and Gardevoir. And then like they're going to reveal who the last one is. No, no. Uh, we got Gardevoir first, and then we got the mystery Bl- Blissey, <laughs> uh, which was Blissey, and we're just like, oh, that's that's interesting. Uh, so Blastoise, and so like they drag their feet, and we got Blastoise this week. At least it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, where it was going to be sign up for mobile and you get Blastoise. Yeah, I, I was uh, convinced it was going to be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised. I'm happy that we didn't have that happen. But at the same time, the problem is like there's so many people trying it out and so many people are bad at it. <laughs> so, it, no, I'm not even kidding. It's like so many people are bad at Blastoise. I, I have not seen a good Blastoise yet, but I only played like the first couple days it was out. So, like, you're still, like, sifting through the garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. I, I did get, I did grab it a couple times and got to play around with it. I like it. I, I haven't figured out, like, how to exactly play him compared to something like Snorlax, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, that's been a good time. Uh, more recently, though, I've been prepping for my uh, D&D game tonight. Mm. Nice. Uh, I've been prepping a first adventure, the first edition adventure for fifth edition. Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Against the cult of the reptile god. Wow, it's apparently it's apparently a classic. It's like a it's like a mystery ish thing. Hmm. But then there's also like a spirit naga, and that, you can that's very, interesting. Yeah, you can very easily like TPK your party. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice! Always a good thing. Yeah, it's like the best. I assume it's not as evil as the Tomb of Horrors, but you no, never no, know. no, no, no. I mean, first edition, first edition adventures in D and D are god awful. Uh, most of the time uh the team of horrors is like that one was made because so like history history lesson for D D nerds uh what happened was they released a a like module for first edition D, and 
called like gods and something whatever it was it gave stat blocks to gods and tsr learned very quickly that 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 was a mistake they should not have done that because people tried to play as gods no because if you give stat blocks to gods people want to go kill gods oh right oh yeah how very Nietzschean of them. And so that's what that's why right now, like if you look at any D and D fifth edition book or like three point five or anything, none of the gods have stat blocks. And even like when they do, like something like Tiamat, like the evil dragon god, mm-hmm. it's not actually Tiamat. That's an avatar of Tiamat. Okay, fair. So it's not actual Tiamat you're fighting. So that way, people don't want to like go kill gods. <laughs> and so they they like quickly got that. And so what happened was. People were killing gods, and like they were telling their stories about their characters. Like, yeah, my god, my character killed Thor, and now has Thor's hammer and stuff like that. Mm. And so Gary Gygax made the Team of Horrors. TVA music intensifies. Gary Gygax is also kind of a horrible person, by the way, but we won't talk about that. Uh, but he made the Team of Horrors because he was just like, oh yeah. Your character, your character killed Thor. Well, get through my dungeon where you have to know that you have to peel back this mural to find a f- door. And if you don't, you're going to get hit by a poison dart and get sent back to the beginning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was, it was literally the most nonsensical thing in the entire world, but that's why he did it. Yeah. If you don't like stick your hand down the wrong hole in the first chamber yeah. and just get your character disappeared from existence. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that adventure or not that's not even an adventure that dungeon is nonsense it is not meant to be played like (laughs) it's funny (laughs) it was it was literally there because he got super salty that people were breaking his game (laughs) he got super salty about it kind of in the same way where like so when DD like the first like white box of DD came out um one of the races you could play was literally called hobbit Mm -hmm. right and so uh so the tolkien estate straight up just like sued them it was like no yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do that. And so so they they fixed it and that's why we have halflings now. They're just hobbits. Mm-mm. So what happened was uh they they would always interview Gary Gygax and be like, "Yeah, so was Lord of the Rings an influence?" He'd be like, "No, not at all." No, no, <laughs> no, no, like, no, 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 no. Not I'm at just all. Like, I'm like, "It absolutely was. You called something a hobbit." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely did. Don't lie to me. Like that guy from Incredibles. The law requires I answer no. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was it was pretty funny to like see. It, it's funny to listen to him. There's actually a really good. Uh, I know you. No, do you do audiobooks, Seth? Or no, it's Lenny. I that do. Audio. Oh, okay. So there's a really good audiobook on Audible. Uh, we do not have an affiliate link to that. We should get one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a really good audiobook on Audible um, that's just like literally like it's an eight hour audiobook and it's a biography of Gary Gygax and it's actually really interesting. I enjoyed it. Hmm. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I, I did it over a weekend once when I was driving to go see my parents. And when I was coming back, I just like cranked through that audiobook. Nice. So worthwhile. But yes, uh, that is enough D&D talk, though, for this Pokemon podcast. <laughs> Pokemon PTU is uh, is is very related to that. But yes, <laughs> let's go yes, ahead and kick it on over to the news. Let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. 
the news today is very exciting. Like we talked about, Blastoise is now in Pokemon Unite for 8,000 coins or like 435 gems, whatever odd number they chose to make you buy more gems. So <laughs> if you want to try him out, there you go. Grab him. He's uh, he's okay. I mean, I've tried him out. He's apparently really good according to people. And I know there's a couple of builds that are very viable for him. So I, I need to look into him some more and play him some more before I give the, the status quo. But he's a cool defender. It's definitely a lot different mm-hmm. than something like Snorlax, which is pretty much like the only defender that anybody cares about. <laughs> I have seen people play Krussel, and most of the people like who me. play Krussel are bad. Like me. Uh, <laughs> well, like, uh, what I really, what I find really fun is, like, early game, they get, like, hyper-aggressive as Dwebble sometimes because yeah. they think they're invincible, and it's just like, you're not invincible. That's dumb. No. <laughs> Stop getting hyper-aggressive. Uh, so that one's dumb. And I would say, I mean, Slowpro, I think, is the other defender right now. And he's he's like meh, so I take it for what it is, everybody. But uh, Blastoise is your fourth defender, and hopefully he's good. Everybody's waiting for Mamoswine next, I think, though. Yep. So we'll see how that what goes. Was the other one they revealed? Uh, Sylveon. Sylveon, that's right. Sylveon was revealed, and Mamoswine. So we'll see when those guys come out and see how that goes. I'm very interested to see if Sylveon like comes out as Eevee and then evolves, or if like it comes right. out as Sylveon. I'm just interested in that. Like, it's not nothing that changes the game. Whatsoever, I think it just makes it um interesting if, let's say, they wanted to like add like Flareon or any other evolution. What if what if they add a bunch of the evolutions and then you just see five Eevees on the opponent's team and you have no idea what each one's going to evolve into? That'd be cool. I'd be into Ooh. that though. I'd be into it. I'm super into it. But yeah, let's uh let's move on to some more Unite news. Unite's so exciting compared to literally any spin-off game they've made in a very long time. Honestly, you're you're so right and I love it. <laughs> I haven't played much, but I need to cuz it's so cool of a concept. It's a fun game too. Yeah, it really is. So the pre-registration goal for Pokemon Unite on mobile has been reached. So everybody will get that cool Pikachu costume when it comes out later on this month. The next thing that they're pushing for pre-registration on that is getting 1,000 AOS tickets. That's not that much, honestly, but yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) more than I have right now because I spend them all. It's more than zero. But that's I I forget the number they have to hit for that to get there. I think it's like 7.5 million or something. That sounds right. I think it's 7.5 million, yeah. The only thing I cared about, honestly, is hitting the Pikachu free Pikachu because I haven't bought it yet. And yeah. I just wanted the free Pikachu. <laughs> Same. So I don't care about the outfit, but that's cool, I guess. Outfits are dumb. Yeah, that's just me. I like the tickets just because I need more of them. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess we'll move on. Whimsical, you can get this next yep. one. Yep. Pokemon has announced a new web-based animated series called Pokemon Evolutions. It's going to have eight episodes, and each of them is going to be based in a different region of the ones that have been released so far. The episodes are actually going to go in reverse order. So the first one is set in Galar and the last one is set in Kanto. The first four episodes will air every other week in September through October. And then the last four episodes will air weekly in December. The last one is going to air on my birthday, actually. Oh, December that's nice. 23rd. Yay. Yes, just in time for Christmas. Those are mm. pretty neat. I, I don't know. They remind me of Pokemon Generations a lot and how they yeah. did that for the 20th mm-hmm. anniversary. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of waiting for something like this since it's the 25th anniversary. I assume they do something like mm-hmm. this. I'm I'm curious how long they're going to be. Mm. You know, like if it's only like five minutes, like meh. Yeah, I hope they're like 15 or 20. Yeah, if it's like a full mm. 10, 15 minute thing, I'm kind of cool with it. Right? That would be really good, actually. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I think that would be really, really cool and really, really interesting. So mm-hmm. just throwing that out, throwing it out there. All right. Oh, I guess this is for me. I'm actually wearing my original Stitch shirt right now. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so new, new original Stitch uh, shirts have been added. And if you, uh, if you check apparently the Relicanth Waylord, Regirock, Regice, and Registeel shirts, you will be offered a Regigigas pattern. In that Regigigas. order. You have, you, to have to you have to do it in that order. You have to do it in that order. So frigging cool. I love those tie-ins. They've been really good about yeah. this. They did the same thing, I think, with Celebi. I think you had to like sit on a page yeah. for a certain amount of time, and you got offered Celebi. No, you had to set your computer's clock to a certain time. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that's yep. right. Now that's you can right. just get it, though. So, yeah. Thank goodness. They, they were very cute. I don't know. I like their shirts. They, they're very comfy. Yeah. This wraps up Hoenn, though, so all the Hoenn patterns are out, and my heart is broken because Sableye's pattern looks awful, in my opinion. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. Sorry. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Only All your Pokemon made Swish, but they couldn't have cool patterns, huh? <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot of cool patterns on there. I, I'm thinking yeah. about getting another one at some point, just because mm. I, I really like them. I, I don't know. They're really mm-hmm. comfy, and they're really cool. Um, my only, my only yeah. problem is I wish they weren't like so Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon, I mean, they are Pokemon forward because they're Pokemon shirts, but I'd like a little Some bit of more incognito. more subtle than others. Yeah, I'd like Mm-mm. a little bit more incognito. I mean, you know? there's a really, really cute Oddish necktie yeah. on PokemonCenter.com and yes. I really want it, but I don't wear neckties, so maybe I should start wearing them. <laughs> I don't want to wear neckties. I absolutely don't understand the point of them. They're cute. <laughs> I guess. Like... I totally agree with you that it's absolutely dumb that, like, you guys have to wear something that is about to strangle you at any given moment in order to be yeah. formal. Although, yes. to be fair, we have it much worse. But uh, No, that's very you know. true. I think I honestly think formal wear is dumb. It is. You're not allowed to see buttons. That's what ties are for, to hide <laughs> them buttons. Yeah, but it's dumb. Oh, yeah. But But ties are, like, they look very nice. I like them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Seth, get this next one. You get this next one. This is like really cool sure. news today. This is TCG news, so I like it. Uh, so according to the Pokemon Company, all of the special delivery Bidoof promotional codes and cards have been sent and emailed out. So congratulations to those five of you who got them, as right <laughs> now they're selling for $200. Because it was such a limited distribution. Oh, the Pokemon TCG is still nuts, Whimsicott. It won't Ugh. stop. It won't stop. Ugh. And the new set that they announced for Japan has a lot of the Vs in their shiny form. And yeah. they're oh, no. reprinting Ultra Ball. That's That comes out oh. in Japan in December. So, yeah, we're going to have another hyper rare, hyper cell set here Ugh. soon. Yep. Probably February-ish. Influx Hooray. of YouTubers opening packs in three, two, one. Yeah, I just like I I really hate the culture. I mean, I have my own opinions of why YouTube is the way it is right now. Uh, Pokemon YouTube specifically, but I mean, it's YouTube's fault and partly the timer's fault. I is it? I I believe it's one hundred percent timer's fault. Yeah, because a lot of the a lot of the creators that were doing really well, just like doing battles and stuff. Mm-mm. and doing them with their community and everything couldn't do that anymore well they could yeah. on showdown but like nobody wants to watch showdown no nobody does nobody Although wants to watch i have showdown. to say i have it's to say better. there are a few teams of creators and people behind the scenes collaborating with creators mm-hmm. who have like modified the game 
yes. with like custom forms and custom typings and textures and stuff. And mm-hmm. I really love watching, especially collaborative series like, I don't know, Cage Looks, Soul Links and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the new forms at least have added some longevity to this kind of thing because, you know, you watch your 7 billion, like, X and Y cage log. Yeah, I know. You get bored. But if there's, quote unquote, new Pokemon in it, at least, like, you you can, like, get two or three series out of them. Which is I cool because I, I like supporting PokeTubers. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't watch the same thing 20 times in a row. I just, I can't. There's a lot of good TCG content from from YouTube, I think, especially with like the hype for rotation coming up. And there's a lot, they're doing really well with the online tournaments. I'm actually registered for one this Friday. Mm. And there's a lot of streaming stuff that d- goes really well for YouTube for TCG. So, mm-hmm. yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, with that said, uh, I guess get the next one, Whimsy Cut. Yeah. And this is where we usually don't do rumors, yeah. but these have been flying around a lot. Yeah. And so the rumor is that we might be getting an update to Nintendo Switch Online soon, which includes ports of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Yeah, well, everybody's like hyping this up because September, what was it? I don't know. Like, I feel like anytime this happens, by the way, that it just doesn't happen. So what happened was, uh, yeah, I, I read it, right? And so I'm on mm-hmm. Reddit and I'm following like Nintendo and stuff like our Nintendo and stuff like that. And they're all like, it's September, guys. We haven't had a September without a direct in like seven, eight years. And I'm just like, oh, guys, now it's going to be the first September without a direct in seven to eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you shouldn't have said it. You jinxed it. You all jinxed it. Yeah. 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 And they're just like, yeah, maybe we'll get po- Game Boy games finally for the for the Nintendo eShop. I mean, I hope they, I mean, I really hope that our, uh, on Nintendo Switch Online we do get, like, I would love to get Pokemon. I would love for it to have yeah. home access. Only because, like, I would love all the games that don't have direct home access to have direct home access. I would love to not have to pick up my 3DS again. Yes, but that would mean getting, you know... You'd have to get like Gen three there. Yes, yes you'd, you'd have to get Gen three. You'd probably have to get Gen seven there. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like so. First of all, even if they do put some Game Boy Color or Game Boy games there, they're not gonna put Game Boy Advance games there at this yeah. time. Yeah. So uh, the thing that I really want to see at some point is I would really like to see them. And maybe not every game needs to have Pokemon Home Access, but I would really like to see every Pokemon have Pokemon Home Access, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's like I my bare you. minimum at this point. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> I want every Pokemon to have Pokemon Home Access. Technically, we're getting close because... We are very close. We will be, we will be very close after BDSP. We're getting close because of Pokemon Go. No, it's Pokemon Go that's bringing us there, actually. Uh... Yes, almost. I can think of one, and that's Kecleon, but that might be fixed by BDSP. I can also think of Smeargle and Mm -mm. a good chunk of Gen 6 and still a good chunk of Gen 7. I mean, Smeargle is in Go. Can't you put it in Home? Uh, Oh, yeah. Never mind. You're right. You're right. It is is. in Go. It is in Go. It made made its debut. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about Pokemon that we're missing at one point. Kecleon's one of them, though. 
And then mm-hmm. you still have like Pokemon like Tropius that are original. Yeah. You know, that's uh I don't know. I think I think BDSP though will probably have 493, like the 493. That would be nice. And so that like that cleans up a lot of it. Mm-mm. Yeah. That cleans up a lot of it, but we'll see. Give me my poison bat baby. Your poison bat baby. He's a ground bat baby, okay? I know, but he has poison heal, which is apparently my favorite ability. He is poisoned the same way that Whimsicott is flying. Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't know why they didn't give me a color next, but <laughs> I assume Sigma did this. <laughs> I don't know. But I've got the... You've got Pokemon Go news. Yay. Everybody's favorite part. Yeah. That game that I played a ton of. It's really conducive to play it at Disney World. Just saying. The That's Psychic true. Spectacular event will run from September 8th to September 13th, and Inkay will be released in the game. Huzzah! Yay! Yay! I when Hoopa comes in. I, I, th- I hear it's Hoopa, Hoopa is kind of like now-ish. It's like yes, there's an now-ish. event to... It, it, like the seasons to get Hoopa, essentially. Like you complete the research and then you get Hoopa. Yes. Got it. Okay, I need to hop in this because I like Hoopa. It's like Lord yeah. of the Rings. It is the Lord of the Rings. Mm-mm. Niantic has essentially decided that keeping stuff updated just locally is weird and hard. And yes. so they've added the pandemic bonuses to the seasonal bonuses instead of saying, oh, New Zealand gets that and Japan gets that and the Americans get that. That's not why they decided it. <laughs> they decided it because, no, they, they literally said, we tried doing a thing just in New Zealand. We failed miserably and we realized this is not doable. They said that on their blog. They got yelled at by literally everybody. They had like a panel. I think they're one they and the same. They got yelled at because of the poke, the Pokestop distance thingy. Yeah. But this is different. They're uh, just saying they're no longer differentiating w- yeah. the, the kinds of bonuses that different geographical areas get. I still think times. this is a result of that. <laughs> Agreed. It's partly po- a result of that. Uh, the second part is certainly a result of that, which is that they are going to start releasing a bi-monthly developer letter that is going to detail the events, features, and priorities of their work going forward. They essentially like got this, kicked this. in the back and decided to go like with full clarity saying, okay, we're going to listen and we're going to tell you what we're doing in advance so mm. you don't kick our butt again. I feel like this is both like a good and a bad thing. Um, for Niantic, because I mean, so one, it's good because like they're listening to people, they're doing good things. Mm-hmm. But but two, the thing that gets me is it's been over five years until this happened, right? Like until they actually like started mm-hmm. listening to the community and like talking to them, uh, yeah. which is a really long time. Uh, five years yeah. is a really long time because like they didn't they didn't communicate like about like the how they were changing the game early on and stuff like that. Uh I get it. They were a smaller company at the time. They didn't expect Pokemon Go to turn into what it was at yeah. the time. Yeah. And one could argue, I mean, what other Pokemon mobile game has lasted 5 years to begin with? You aren't wrong. <laughs> they had to make a community that would last a long time first and yeah. then they can pulse yeah. them. I feel like what have I the thing that scares me about it or maybe not scares me because like they're that if you actually look at like the user numbers for Pokemon Go, they they've been steadily mm-hmm. declining. Like they mm-hmm. they're not going up. They're not flatlining or anything. They're just like declining. 
And I wonder if this is just like, okay, if you guys stop playing, we're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. So please don't. <laughs> That's a smart business choice for any company. So, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I just, I wonder if the player base is small enough though. Cause like you could say, like, you could argue like, like with Sword and Shield, right? Like people are just like, oh, we're going to, we're going to boycott that. But I would argue there's like a too big to fail mentality there to some extent. Sword and Shield, you only have to buy once. Go is kind of That's a true. continuing on. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. Keeps prompting transactions. It's a different atmosphere. And also, that. Sword and Shield is something that you might enjoy even if no one you know plays it. Mm, yep. I think more like you, Thatch. You don't like playing Pokemon Go alone. Uh, that's true. I do not because the solo experience sucks, especially with raids. Exactly. Yeah. So I yeah, that, like it, but many people don't. So yeah, the solo, if the there's solo a group experience of awful. say, say there's a group of four friends, and one of them stops playing, and then another stops playing. Maybe the last two will just stop playing because it's boring to yeah be alone most of the time because you can't coordinate with the one other person you know who plays. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. That makes sense. Mm. All right. So outside of Pokemon news, Puckle News, just a reminder, sign up for the 500 Club tournament if you haven't already and you want to. I think they're still looking for more people. So please sign up. Uh, it's all on Showdown. It's going to be a good time. It's uh, it's going to be a fun little meta to play in. Yeah, very fun. It does look yep. interesting. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's PokeQuiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And thank you for that introduction. We're going to go ahead and ask our co-host their first question. This week is going to come from Trainer Zach. Excluding regional forms, what generation has the fewest ice types? The fewest mm. ice types? Okay, not gen Excluding three. regional forms. Well, excluding right. regional forms, I can think of like one in Gen 7. <laughs> And two in Gen 6, so... Gen 5 had at least two cryogonal QRAM. Yeah, Gen 5 so also had the Vanillax line. Gen 4 had uh, Bama Snow. And Gen 3 had, uh, you know, Glalie and Snorrent. And I think another thing. Yeah, with the Wolverine line. What did Gen 2 have? Sneasel and the Swinub line. So that's like three at least. Gen 1 had several. Gen 8 right. has um, Snom and its evolution. And yeah, I think Gen 7 only has Crabominable. I feel like you're right. Because there's Alolan Vulpix and Alolan Sentry, but those are regional forms. Excluding forms. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it's just Crabominable because its pre-evolution is just a fighting type. 
Yeah, and it's artificially increased in Gen 7 because of those regionals. I think that's safe. Yeah. 7, I think, yeah. is our final. Generation 7 is correct. Uh, it is because only Crabominable is an ice type in Gen 7. The others are Alolan Sand, Slash, and Alolan Ninetales lines. Mm-hmm. Um, if you include regional forms, fun fact, it becomes Gen 6 um, because yeah. of the Avalog and Alabrorus lines, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I could only think of those ones. All right. Well, that is one for one. Our next question is going to come to you from, you know what? I'm going to ask this because I think Seth can answer it. Uh, this is going to be from oh, Tubins. No. Not counting Calyrex's forms. What are the only two non-grass type Pokemon that can learn Leech Seed? Celesteela. There's one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need both. Okay. Oh, goodness. Not counting Calyrex's forms, too. That's a dirty trick. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you counted Calyrex's forms, it'd be four, right? Oh, it'd be four, yeah. yeah. But then you could be like, I'll give you the point if you get three of them. And it was like Calyrex, mm-hmm. Calyrex, and Celesteela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nope, there's one more Pokemon. Oh, gosh. Ooh, I don't um, think I know this one. I don't think it's Comfy because otherwise people would run it. Wait. It might be. I feel like I've run a subseed set on a Comfey before. Really? I think I have. I think that was something we considered for draft. I think. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the other things I could think of, which I'm also pretty sure don't have it, is the Florges line. That's what I was thinking too, but I don't think those ones do. They're they're weird. All the things I can think of, like maybe get Leech Life, mm-hmm. but not Leech Seed. I think it is Comfey. I feel like that's what Dunn did P. McGee in one time for the Draft League. Okay. Um, in his thing. I don't remember if it was a Draining Kiss one or if it was a Leech Seed and Draining Kiss one, but I think it was that. So if I end up messing us up with this, <laughs> I apologize. I mean, I feel like it's very strange that it would have it and I've never seen it on any Comfy set because it's such a good move, but... Usually Comfey's doing some other thing that's usually better. Fair. I'm going to need an answer. Well, I can't come up with anything other than that. Yeah. So I'm okay answering Comfey. I'm going to apologize in advance. Celestila Comfey. Celestila and Comfey are correct. Hooray! It is Comfey. Uh, <laughs> it's never been on any po- gift Pokemon, which is kind of interesting to think about. Hmm. All right. I love that move so much. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. Get it right on the first one, you get two points. Get it right on the second one, Woo. you get one point. Don't get it right at all, zero points. That's how the game works. That's, Welcome to the that's game. That's typically how things work, yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is going to be from Spike. It's Pokemon Shield entry reads, This Pokemon's sense of hearing is superb. Not even a pebble rolling over a mile away will escape this Pokemon's ears. Who's that Pokemon? Ooh. Shield entry and about hearing. Arduino is not in shield, right? I don't think so, no. I don't even think it's in Swish at all right now. I could be wrong. I mean, everything that got added afterwards has entries, pretty much, almost. So, Mm -hmm. Well, other Pokemon that can hear really well are Clefable. Oh, yeah. I'm probably Noivern. Noivern's usually about how violent its ears are, not so much about what it can hear with them. I know Clefable can hear a pin drop from like a kilometer away. Yeah. So this might be related to that. Are the Wismer line in there? They are, but I don't know if that's them. They typically are crying. 
I like Clefable, and then maybe if we don't get it, we try to Whismerline if the second entry is compatible. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good tactic. I'm comfortable with that answer. Also, pebbles roll down the mountain. Clefable lives in the mountains. That's, yep, I was thinking that same thing. Okay. So, are you <laughs> cool. answering Clefable? We are. Clefable is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, so your second entry comes from Pokemon Sword, and it reads, This Pokemon has a kind heart. By touching with its feelers, this Pokemon can gauge other creatures' feelings and physical conditions. It is Arduino. What? Yeah, Arduino has little feelers under its ears. Yeah, and it uses them like a stethoscope. Yeah. I didn't realize it was in... Maybe it, if we could be completely wrong. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, that seems Arduino to me. Yeah. Audino is your final yeah. answer. Audino is correct. Oh, well, bummer. Uh, it is Audino. I let us astray. Oh, that's right. Uh, that is... Audino is around in one of the... I think it's in, it's in the expansion pass. Ah, uh, okay. It is. Yeah. Curses. I believe it makes it in an Isle of Armor. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Your next one is going to be your multi-answer question. So you do have to give me uh, more than one answer here. Mm-hmm. So this next question has nine answers. Oh, my God. Okay. For every three, I will give you a point. Okay. This is from Gus, the Joint Avenue Magnate. What are the moves that will thaw the user out if frozen? Ooh, scold? Yes, that's one. That's one. Uh, I'll give you guys, like, three strikes. You can can give me three wrong answers. You have to let me log it in. But but scold is correct. I will give you that one. That one I knew for sure. Then I think it's mostly fire type moves. I th- yeah. I think one of them is flame wheel. Does that check out for you? That seems to make sense. Yeah. Okay. Flame wheel. Are you locking that in? Yes. That is correct. That's two. Cool. Another one that would make sense is fire spin, I think. But maybe I'm just remembering flame wheel and confusing the two. Yeah, I would say Lava Plume before Fire Spin. Ooh, yes, yes, I'm okay with saying Lava Plume. Uh, Lava Plume is unfortunately incorrect. That is one strike. How many strikes do we get? Three? Three. Okay. Yeah. No Lava Plume. That's surprising. Do Flamethrower and Fire Blast throw you out? I would think they do, but I don't know. I think if if one does, the other does for sure. So we could answer Flamethrower, and then if it's correct, say Fire Blast. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm good with that. Okay. Flamethrower. That is also in okay. wow. so Not flamethrower, wow, not fire blast. Yeah, just get like one more so I don't feel bad for giving you zero points. <laughs> I mean, wait, Seth, we should yeah. use the hint but, yeah, since we are about to fail this <laughs> yeah. question completely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hint, por favor. Okay. You've answered flame wheel and scald. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, there's like a lot to talk about here. Um, so. I'm going to say that four of these were at least at one point signature moves. Okay. Or they still are. That's four of the four of the seven. The other three that you're missing, Darmanitan likes one of them. Mm-hmm. Arcanine used to run one of them for funsies. Okay. And then the other one was added very recently. Very recently, meaning like... Gen 8. I think I have an idea maybe. on that. Oh, maybe even the tutors in... I'm honestly thinking, yeah, tutors or for some reason, fiery wrath is sticking out in my brain, but I'm scared to answer that right now. Okay, so I'm thinking the signature ones, one might be heat crash. Okay. 
I'm also going to give you a refresh on the strikes because you used the hint, by the way. So Okay, okay cool. cool. On all yeah. that, the that, strikes, cool. That's a relief. Yes. <laughs> that's a good thing. I think Flare yes. Blitz is another one. That's Darmanitan's yes. thing. Yeah, exactly. So let's say Flare Blitz before we say Heat Crash, maybe. Yeah. Flare Blitz is yes. correct. Cool. That is three. That is one point. Okay, cool. Then uh, I would say Heat Crash because it's almost like Flare Blitz. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Heat crash is not is not correct. Crumbs. Okay, <laughs> okay we strike one again. Two more strikes. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, signature moves. Uh, fire lash is a sign. Was a signature move. I don't think that does. Uh, wait, sacred fire. Oh yeah. Sacred fire should. And totally he didn't confirm what types they are, so they might be weird other types too. So yeah, you're right. He out. didn't say they're all fire type moves. Mm. Um, I'm gonna need some answers. Okay. Do you wanna say Sacred Fire? Would Steam Eruption do the same thing as kind of a Scald? Yes, probably. Yes. Yeah, I guess it can be frozen, can't it? Vulcanian. Um. Yeah. Do we want to try it because it's just Scald 2.0? Yes. Steam Eruption. That is correct. That's four. Cool. We don't have no points. Yay. <laughs> You have one point. You have one point. Exactly. You already had one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we yeah, did. Yeah. Well, at three. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Were you going to lock in Sacred Fire or no? I kind of want to, but I'm willing to say no. He says is say no. I say yes, because... Okay. Yeah. That is also correct. Cool. So that is five. So... Okay. You still have two strikes. One of them was added cool. recently. One was added recently. You have two uh, signature moves that are missing. Mm-hmm. And you've got one that Arcanine used to run for funsies. At least back in oh, Gen Okay, 7, that's not I Flare think. Blitz 2. Okay. Is it Burn Up? Hmm. It could be Burn Up. Just to make it typeless for funsies. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm game to try it. Sure. Burn Up is correct. Yes. Uh, that is six. <laughs> there are three more. Two of them are signature moves. And one of them was added recently. Okay. Two of them are signature moves. One was added recently. So I'm thinking for the one added recently, the only things I can think of there are Burning Jealousy for the Fire-type tutor move on Isle of Armor and the mm-hmm. aforementioned Fiery Wrath of Moltres. Uh, there's... Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not going to give you more hints. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, you've already <laughs> given us points. a lot. Yeah. You're at two you've points. You've already given us let, a lot. I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you dig your own graves. Um... Yes. <laughs> okay, so... I want to look at the signature moves. Ones I can think of are Blaze Kick, Sparkling Aria, but that cures burns, but so that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, um, no. Is there any move that is like Refresh or Aromatherapy that you can use if you're frozen? No, right? I don't think so. I can't think of any. Okay. And none of them are signature, and none of them are ones that Arcanine... Well, no, we got the Arcanine one. Yeah. Um, V-Create, maybe? Oh, actually, or any of the, um, like, Fusion Flare and stuff like that. Yeah. V-Create and Fusion Flare actually both make sense. But actually, you know what? All of these have been fire type moves. So I would go with V-Create before I went with anything else. Uh-huh. What, it, there's Fusion Flare and then there's the other one. Is it Blue Flare? I don't remember. Yes, it's Blue Flare. But I think it can't be all three of them. Yeah. So... I think we should only say V-Create. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. 
vCreate is unfortunately incorrect. Oh, I think you have one oh, more strike. No. Oh, no. I Next wrong answer. It's over. I don't think we're getting the third point. At least we got two. It was a good use of the hand. What are other moves that were added recently? We've got the Burning Jealousy, Fiery Wrath. What are the other like mm. ones that kind of relate to that that are recent? Honestly, don't even know the names of all the new tutor moves. So, Surprise, um, it's from Let's Go Even. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Thawy, Bernie, um, Dashy, Jumpy. Yes. <laughs> mm, okay, I really don't know. Actually, is it a Let's No. Doesn't want to. No, no, it doesn't go through it. It acts as a heal bell, but it doesn't go through your own condition. No. I need an answer, guys. I need an answer. Uh, okay. I've given you like 10 minutes on this question. Yes, I know. you're right. I'm sorry. Okay. I've got a strong feeling about Fiery Wrath. I'm probably go. wrong, but we can at least go. wrap it up if I Say am. Say it. Yes. Fiery Wrath. Fiery Wrath is incorrect. There uh, we that go. is the We're question. Um, you guys got two points on that one. The three that you did Yay. not get were fusion flare okay pyro ball oh oh and scorching sands oh like scald for ground oh of course okay that makes sense yes yes you got two points there though so you guys are currently five for four you can get a six point here today Hmm. let's try your base deck question today is going to come from the purple knight which fully evolved stone evolution Pokemon has the highest base HP? Uh, none of them. Seriously? There is no stone type. Yeah, it's a Pokemon <laughs> that no. evolves with a stone. Get out of here. Oh, so stone. Vaporeon might mean. be up there. <laughs> yeah, Vaporeon's but got base one thirty. Yeah. None of the other evolutions approach that. Yeah, because technically there is a stone involved with evolving chancy but it's not a stone evolution it's not right. a stone evolution no that does not count yeah togekiss does not have more hp than vaporeon right no it's no. got like 80 or 90 tops cool. like vaporeon's is absurdly huge yes waylord does not evolve with a stone no eternatus doesn't exist well the ice types are frail typically stuff that evolves with a sunstone doesn't have a lot of HP usually. I'm gonna need an answer here, guys. I still think Vaporeon might win. I'm comfortable this one. with that. Yeah, I can't think of anything above 130 off the top of my head. Good old classic Vaporeon. Let's try that one. Yep. Vaporeon is unfortunately incorrect. Crumbs. Vaporeon is the number two to make you feel better. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, the number one answer is Wigglytuff with 140. Oh, oh, yeah, Moonstone, okay. Following that is, like I said, Vaporeon, then Galarian Darmanitan at 105, and yeah. then both Executor and Clefable with 95 after that. That's a big difference. Well, two of my favorite Gen 1 Pokemon. All right. So, with that, we are going to go ahead and call it a thing. Right now, we currently have Sublime in first place with seven points, and Whimsicott and Seth are tied for second with five. Oh, Everybody else has yet to get on the board. All right. We will end it here, and we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, guys. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast, where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes. You can listen to the commentary in real time as you watch the show, or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. 
you just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show, and you've got a topic to get to. Hey, and welcome to our topic. Our topic today is going to be what uh, Pokemon Online is doing nowadays, and the future of it, and what's going on. Uh, it, it's just very interesting because it's it's crazy. We don't know what's happening. This is kind of sparked by the recent news that it looks like they're going to upgrade slash replace PTCGO. Yeah. Mm. And turn it into something from Pokemon T- Trading Card Game Online to Pokemon TCG Live. Is that what they're calling it? I believe that's what they're calling it. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Uh, I think that's what's on the on the Fusion. What is it called? Fusion something packs. Uh, it's Fusion Arts that's coming out in November. That's our November set. That sounds right. That sounds or right. something. No, that's Japan's. What is it? Fusion. Maybe it is Fusion I believe Arts. you. I believe you. Fusion Arts sounds right. So, yeah, it, it's very interesting. Um, I think it's an interesting concept because, one, I think the Pokemon company learned a lot being going through the pandemic about what they mm-hmm. could and could not pull off yeah. with, like, their current <laughs> infrastructure. No, I really – I think I think this is an honest answer <laughs> because I think mm-hmm. they, like, being forced to play tournaments online – I'm hoping, one, it shows them that they need a spectator mode for, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield. For everything? Literally Maybe, everything? Yeah. yeah, they need a spectator mode. I mean, they're already testing a spectator mode on Unite. Yeah. they're uh, So, like, that needs to happen, like, ASAP. We need spectator mode on you on Sword and Shield online. Uh, I think they've learned that, and that that's something that they're probably going to consider here in the near future. And then they also need to... Uh, they're, they're probably doing the same thing with TCG Live, given that TCG Live is a... Um, that TCGO, that is, is a garbage client. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in so many ways. In so many ways. And I think they're going to try to make it a not garbage client. Yeah. It is Fusion Strike, by the way, in English. So, yeah. Fusion Strike. Pa, pa, yeah. pa. Strike. You know, like um, Rapid Strike and Single Strike. It's Fusion Strike. So. That makes sense. Because we needed a third one. Yeah. Does that mean we get third Urshifu in the game? <laughs> pink bubbly urshifu no but you get a fusion of the two urshifu yeah it's two urshifus and they're just fighting type and it's not as if good if you combine two urshifu and one it becomes a calyrex you see you don't really get a new pokemon one of the urshifu just climbs onto the other's shoulders mm, and it plays chicken yeah. in the pool yeah and then they wear a giant <laughs> trench coat that's how it works that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard and i love it yes all right but yes tcg live <laughs> That's the uh, yeah. that's that's what we want to talk about it for at least at first because I think there's some fun things to talk about with the VGC as well but it might not have mm-hmm. to do much with online TCG Live's coming out I don't know it's like I, I hope it's a, it's a welcome change and what I would really like to see come out of TCG Live is I would love to see the ability to actually like buy things in it <laughs> yeah uh, because like, when you mentioned this pack. to me earlier. I was like, so wait, if this is supposed to like replace the in-person tournaments, I don't know if it's going to replace it, but I think it's something that they're considering given the state of the world right now and how Delta like 100% is rolling us back, right? Exactly. So like, I thought maybe it would let you use your actual like cards somehow in the oh, absolutely not online game <laughs> but no that's that that would be very hard to implement that'd be very hard to implement and i think yeah i just don't think it's worth the time to try to implement that i think yeah what i would really like no. is they have all of the cards and they all have like a value inside tcg live and you can mm-hmm. just like be cool. pay for them like even if it's with their in-game currency like 
If we took literally yeah, what PTCGO is now and like you gain coins as you play and it's like, oh, well, you can buy Enershifu VMAX for 100 coins or whatever. I would do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Make it less loot boxy. Yeah, I would absolutely do that uh, because I would hate I hate the idea of having to like scan the code cards in, which is a pain in the butt. And yeah. then having to crack all the packs or trading the packs to somebody else as a currency yeah. in the game. As long as they make it so that you don't, you're still unable to purchase coins, like with real money. Yeah. Uh, I think they could do that pretty easily. Make it something you still have to earn. I would be okay even if they let me pay money for it, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But then it's having, again, it doesn't solve the problem there. It's having to buy the cards twice again. No, so. no. I mean, you, you have to do that regardless, right? But I think I think being able yeah. to earn the currency is probably the best way forward. The honest answer is, like, if you're a Pokemon as a company, you should just be having people, like, like so the way that we currently do it, like, Puckle, like, we have the Puckle TCGO account, right? Where we, mm-hmm. where we update it every set and every thing like that. I need to go and make some things in there. We go to eBay and we pay somebody money. That had already paid Nintendo money to buy the cards. And so there's a whole transaction there that Nintendo could be eating, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. They, they could be yeah. taking that from us. And so, like, from a business perspective, what's the difference between if I go to sketchy eBay seller guy or if I just go straight to the TCGO client? Yep, that's yeah. true. I see that point. I think, like, I'm not sure exactly how it works currently because I haven't used that in forever, but what they should do if they are not willing to sell you the individual cards, is sell you, like, the digital equivalent of a booster box or a pack. I would much rather I mean, just be able to buy those now. things, right? And, I mean, that's kind of what yeah. you do now with the secondhand market through mm-hmm. eBay. Like, we're just paying somebody for, like, 100 TCG codes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah. then, as you said, they actually get the money. <laughs> yeah. But, you no, know, that's what 100% what they need to do. They need to just, like, take that sale from me. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's what they should be doing. I don't know why it's taking this long for them to do it. I don't know. Like the the client itself, I hope also just like improves aesthetically as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty good aesthetically compared to some other things I've seen. That's probably true. The biggest thing that I want out of this and what makes me hopeful, uh, the reason we know this is coming is because it's on the back of the Fusion Strike uh, merchandise. Like people... Up right up till now on the back of all the TCG packs you buy, mm-hmm. it's like it contains this booster pack and a code for Pokemon Trading Card Game Online, PTCGO. And on the back of all the Fusion Strike cards, it says TCG Live. Yep. Fusion Strike comes out in November. Mm-hmm. So it should be that should be the client by then. By the November, new season yeah. for earning CP starts in September. Yep. I hope this is a way to earn CP somehow in a non-in-person event, because I think they are very, very determined and hopeful that they'll finally be able to have their world's championship in London while we're still in Gen 8, which is based on London. Mm. Oh, man, they really want that to happen very badly. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's still locked in. They've got it reserved for London 2022. Like, they announced that. I don't know. I'm not confident anymore in like literally anything. <laughs> Neither am I, but I think they have to they have to plan optimistically. No, so they, they I do. hope it's a way I can finally get that invite. Gosh, dang it. I think they did a very good job like COVID did a very good job at at least lowering that bar of entry mm-hmm. to uh, a lot of people or like especially with like VGC and stuff. Like I think the first players cup that they did for VGC, it was all new names and top cut. 
Yeah. Cool. Like people nobody had known about because there's like there's a like the people that you usually see top cutting these regionals are the people that can afford to like take the weekend to fly exactly. out there and like go do that. Like um like let's talk about just like if I wanted to go do that, um, which I don't <laughs> <laughs> because that's a lot of weekends. Uh mm-hmm. but like let's say let's say like five years ago I wanted to do that. I don't have the kind of vacation time to do that. Like I can't yeah. go and be like, hey, I'm gonna spend, you know, eight of my vacation days, eight of my 13 vacation days to go yeah. play Pokemon. Like, that can't happen. And that's just you. Imagine if you have, like, a kid in the yeah. juniors or seniors thing. Yeah, That's exactly. even more, like, they have school. They can't get yeah. CP in the same way. Exactly. It's absolutely nutsos to think about this. I think there's just always been a barrier of entry there. It's it's That's why you usually typically see, like, college kids doing pretty well. Uh-huh. Is because they, they have, have time. the time. They have the time. Yeah. And then... Uh, a lot of rich college kids have the money. <laughs> yep, they're the ones who can make the flights and things, or who have been in the TCG for so long they have travel stipends. Like I don't want to call it pay to win, but it's pretty close. Yeah, uh, it's pretty close because there's a lot of travel involved, and it's a mm-hmm. it's a huge circuit to do, and there's not enough money to justify doing it. Yeah, and in the current environment, like we've said time and time again, you can't in a lot yeah, of places. You can't do it right now, and I really love seeing this because the barrier of entry is so low. We can get people yeah. in who are who are good at the game that we've never seen before, and I'm all here. I'm here for it. Like it's just the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I hope this is what it is. Right now, we have zero information other than it exists and will be here in November. Yeah, that's all we know, and we know what the icon's going to look like. That's yeah. that's all we've got. I so. I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see it better for streaming. I don't know. Like if they could clean it up a little bit, it'd yeah. be kind of nice. Uh, See, it less until clunky. you said until you said there was actually a different icon, I spent all this time with a thought in the back of my head that was like, imagine the entire world is speculating about this being a new thing, and instead it's just an intern who messed up a word. <laughs> on uh, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine it's gonna be some. It's gonna convert. Like PTCGO is gonna convert. It's not gonna just be like PTCGO yeah. still exists on like some like ragtag server, and then we have TCG Live. It's gonna be hey, on this date, we're gonna convert everything to this program. Mm-hmm. All your collection transfers over to. Yeah, I mean, there's no this. way your collection doesn't well, transfer. Yes. Yeah, that there's people no way. would be furious. I would yeah. be furious because yeah. I put way too mm-hmm. much money in having my personal collection of stuff. There's no way they don't. And I, I personally yeah. am looking forward to it because, I mean, I would love to see a, a prettier client, something that looks a little bit more professional. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see that. So I, I'm all for it, TPC. You keep, you keep doing you. Yeah, that's <laughs> the TCG, though. And that's what I'm personally me. That's what I'm super excited for because I'm really, as a hypocrite, I'm I'm much more into TCG right now than I am <laughs> the VGC. To be fair, Here VGC- I am hosting Battlecast. Oh, man, I got sent something by Sigma the other day about VGC, actually. That I thought mm-hmm. was super interesting because uh, we just send each other like Reddit threads and like Twitter threads. Heck yeah. And so, I mean, most of it's about Ohio politics, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, but he sent me this one that actually ha- it's like a chart. It's a plot of all of the I'll put this in our group chat, but uh, it's a plot of the player numbers, like the number of players that made Master Ball rank in BSS mm-hmm. and VGC throughout the lifespan of Swish. Oh, it's actually super interesting. Oh, um, it's super interesting. And you can just see like the number of people that play VGC is so much lower than like the, the number of people that are playing BSS, uh, which is wow. absolutely insane. 
it also shows you the top Pokemon via Picolytics, but <laughs> I figured that's what that was. <laughs> Yay, there's a Whimsicott. <laughs> VGC definitely needs like a, a welcome kick in the butt. Uh, th- that graph also shows that there was actually like a small players bump when they c- killed Dynamax, which I think is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like people didn't like Dynamax enough that once Dynamax was gone, they started playing again. Mm-hmm. What I find most fascinating about this is that the number for the people who made Master Ball rank in singles in the first few seasons yes. is in like four times as much as the people who did the same thing in doubles. Yes. And then the number in doubles is, yes, it's on the decline, but it's almost constant. It's been pretty constant, Whereas, yeah, yeah the singles Overall, one just yeah. takes a giant plunge. The point of the graph that they were showing you for was just like, hey, look at this bump we got when we canceled Dynamax. <laughs> okay, that's uh, funny. <laughs> which is, which I think is the funnier of the two things because they went, they like, in- everything increased by like 25% uh, mm-hmm. player numbers when they got rid of Dynamax, which I think is really silly, uh, which I think shows like, I don't know, I, Dynamax is a mechanic and that's kind of what I was going to say. Like, that's how I feel about Dynamax. Like, it's a mechanic. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I'd be like, yeah, Dynamax is really cool, and I hope we can play it as long as we can. Um, like, there's just nothing. There's nothing like just like good old fashioned Pokemon, you know. <laughs> exactly, Megas gave you more Pokemon. Yeah, and Megas Z moves and Dynamax do not give you more Pokemon. Exactly. That's exactly. why OU is in such a good place right now. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't disagree with the decision that OU had to ban Dynamax whatsoever. Yeah. I, I the only the only pro I saw to Dynamax was it gave you more uh, terrain setters. <laughs> yeah, uh, that weren't the top. So some of the mechanics of Dynamax are really fun, but uh, it's just it's just it's not <sighs> as cool as I think they were hoping it to be. I, I exactly. I hope that maybe Game Freak uh, takes a look at that and like notes this right that it's it's not mm-hmm. as exciting. Uh, yeah. that, I think yeah. what happened was that it introduced a giant pool of possibilities mm-hmm. for all the pokemon but then what happens in actual play is that only a few of those are viable and only a few of those are used so well it just makes so like the novel is uh, just it's the incredibles meme. gone it's the incredibles meme yes if everybody's yep. super no one is and that's 100 percent what it is <laughs> there's that but it's also that i and it like also, it had the, the incredibles i like the incredibles thing when it comes to Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't like that only a handful of Pokemon got to have a cool Mega. But at I the agree. same time, it's like, okay, if everyone can do the same thing, you go back to the problem that only the Pokemon that were already good are going to do the thing. Like, oh, you've given another weapon to Landorus T instead of giving, say, I don't know comfy something interesting to do yeah mm-hmm. butterfly needed a mega not salamence yeah yeah i i butterfly did i say butterfly i meant butterfree the same thing I mean. though you same thing <laughs> like it's uh, i don't disagree with you i think megas were uh unevenly distributed uh, but i mean even if you look at like the top pokemon in these formats it, it had the z move problem too where it's just like do yeah. you have a flying type move then you're you good win. Ta-da! Uh, yeah. Because flying, flying is a good type, and the I mean, it's just a good type. It hits most things neutrally. I think like steel and rock resist it, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that's about and electric. it. And electric, and electric. So like, they, like that's it doesn't have a lot of resist. It hits fifteen of mm-hmm. the eighteen types, 
pretty well. And it, then, and then there's usually, phone. and then in the Screw case of Lucha. Dynamax, you're just like, yeah, you won't go faster. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it's it, like, I miss Mega Mawile. Yeah. Dynamax doesn't let me use Mawile. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? No, no, you're absolutely right. I, I, I mean, also, let's not talk about how like G Maxes were definitely like uh, swinging a miss. Um, yeah. in a lot of ways. Like, I, I don't know how many of them are actually played with the exception of, like, I mean, Cinderace is used occasionally, but that's only because, like, yeah, it's got it, and the move is slightly better than Max Flare. I think the starters are used because Mimikyu is around. Yeah. That's the only reason. Absolutely. And then it's just like, yeah, that's all right. And then, like, uh, the Kanto starters are used because it's kind of nice to have the fire spin, which is the exact same mm-hmm. reason Colossal's used. Yeah. And outside of that, I don't know any G-Max mods that are just like, yeah, G-Max well, mods. Well, Lapras, because it gets oh, that's true. essentially Aurora Veil. Vale. Yeah. There's not that many. It's like they put in like 30 G-Max mods. <laughs> yeah. And how many yeah. of them are actually getting used? I, I don't know. I just, I thought Dynamax, Dynamax is a fun mechanic, and I thought this was like interesting to see. And I kind of hope this is a sign, especially because they announced that Switch was going to be the uh, the format for like at least the next year, right? Um, mm-hmm. at least the next year. I would not be surprised, um, and I might be wrong. I, I'm probably wrong, uh, but I, I'll be proven wrong because I said this. Um, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, like, we didn't get Gen 9 in 2022. Like, I wouldn't oh, be yeah, surprised. No, we won't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was not until 2023. I'm all for slow rolls, man. I'm all for slow rolls um, at this point. Mm. I'm all for it, especially with the way they're trying to handle Pokemon right now, and BDSP and... Arceus have like shown me like hey we have a plan obviously maybe yeah. um and I, I would love to see more stuff like that happen throughout a generation than just being like okay next one um because they can put new pokemon in these like the legends Arceus type things and they mm-hmm. feel comfortable yeah. doing that so As why do we need a new generation excited i low-key hope just for just to be the chaotic good that i kind of sometimes channel that the uh future of competitive battling becomes what the legends Arceus uh, system is i don't i don't I, just just to be pure chaos okay, i okay. think it would be funny okay so i think i don't think that's reasonable i mean rcs doesn't, ba- doesn't have like pvp in it i think it's a very fun like one player system um yeah i i don't think it would be a good uh pvp system and honestly yeah, it works like, against npcs Pokemon's, it's harder po- to do pokemon strength is counterintuitively its consistency yeah uh yeah like that's pokemon strength and they can definitely do things new. And I think Legends Arceus is a great way to do that. And I think doing stuff like Legends is a great way to like go out there and like come up with new ideas and put mm-hmm. out new things. Um, I, I just don't think they can. I think they always need to have like that rock that they anchor back to, which is like, hey, this yeah, is our main game. Yes. And it's too much of a shakeup, but it would be hilarious. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's what we Which need. is why it fits in the spinoff. Yeah. I. Well, it's not technically a spinoff. They still call Legends Arceus a mainline game, but they also call Let's Go I Pikachu know. a mainline game. So Did they? Really? It, yep. Functionally, it's a spinoff. We all yes. know oh. Yeah, okay, yeah. It, there was a whole argument about that on Twitter. It was really fun because Tam- Tamashi was, like, going at Joe Merrick at it, and it was kind of a oh fun Twitter thread um, to read. <laughs> because I Joe gets, like, really, really, like, pedantic with things mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to the point that it's frustrating for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way he is. No, I absolutely, I know that's the way he is. So, like, I've accepted that. So, if um, he wasn't like that, he couldn't do the, the job that he does. Probably, you're yeah. absolutely correct. Uh, <laughs> what is Mel Metal? Is it a Gen Seven or is it a Gen Eight? I don't care. <laughs> exactly. He has to. He has to make that definition. So, yeah, I don't care. 
So on yep. that, it, it's such a it's it's a dumb question to worry about. But I I don't know. I'd like I'm hoping that like Swish just it they're getting pretty close. And if they bring the BDSP mons to Swish, like which I think they might, given literally all of the assets exist in BDSP. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if we end up with like at the end of generation eight, like all of the Pokemon are in Swish. And I think honestly, the thing that gives me the most hope for it is the fact that they made new Pokemon in Legends Arceus. Same. Same. Yeah. That's the biggest optimistic thing. Because they did that. There's no there's no way they're gonna make Weird Ear and be like, yeah, but you can't play with it for real. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no yeah, way that, that happens. Would be so frustrating. Wouldn't that be frustrating? Like you get Basket Legion and Weird Ear and there's just like you don't get to really use them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're gonna let you really use them. Let's be honest. Come on, imagine how hype it would be if they had like a season on Swish where it's just like you can only use Pokemon from the uh the uh, Diamond and Pearl Pokedex for two mm-hmm. months. Uh, how hype would it be yeah. if, like, oh, you can only use Pokemon from the Hisuian Pokedex for two months? Uh, like that—that's the way you keep that game fresh. I think, in my mind, like that—that that, like it would be great. Yeah, if they don't do that, if they don't bring new Pokemon into Sword and Shield, that graph that you showed us early is going to go to zero pretty fast. Oh, absolutely. I—I mm-hmm. I don't think it'll maintain as well, especially like because like you want to play with the new toys. That's a lot exactly. of the fun for a lot of people. Like when we get new Pokemon mm-hmm. is like we want to play with the toys. And yes, as of right now, there's going to be no way to play with Hisuian Growlithe. No way. I mean, I don't expect it to be good, but. Oh, no, not Hisuian Growlithe. Well, oh, fire no. Rock type. Oh, no. But although I'll throw this out there, if that thing gets Flare Blitz, Head Smash and Rock Head, yeah. I will I will lose my mind. I will consider it. <laughs> <laughs> I will consider it. It doesn't look like BDSP is going to have, or not BDSP, Legends Arceus is going to have abilities, though. We don't know yet. Yeah, there's nothing confirmed there, so. Mm -hmm. But I would love to see those, I would love to see those Pokemon come to Swish, only so that you can play with them for quote-unquote real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm hoping that that's the future of, uh, that's the future of, what is it, uh, the VGC, is that they just keep it fresh doing things like that as well. Yeah. Um, And then inevitably upgrade, give us like, Gen 9, I expect like full battle up, like, upgrade maybe we don't fix timer i they better fix timer but that's the one thing i want don't put that out there we'll get spectator (laughs) mode (laughs) the timer will be shortened to 10 minutes i don't know why we can't turn off the timer i honestly think it's an oversight like a lot of things were in swish um yeah but uh swish has good things though i will say that swish has lots of Mm -hmm. good things this is not that pooping on swish (laughs) on that note though uh, it's exciting times i hope some cool things happen uh this is a good place to wrap it up and we'll go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the pokemon of the episode we'll catch you on the flip-flop the episode and welcome to the pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 812 rillaboom the drummer pokemon the Pokemon Shield Pokedex entry for Gigantamax Rillaboom states, Rillaboom has become one with its forest of drums and continues to lay down beats that shake all of Galar. <laughs> Rillaboom, That's I feel like this metal. was a Pokemon of the episode within like at least the past year, right? But literally every other Pokemon, Pokemon of this, team, on this yeah. team has yeah. been the Pokemon yeah. of the episode more recently than that. So. Uh, Rillaboom has a base 100 HP, base 125 attack, which is pretty good, actually. Uh, base 90 defense, pretty yeah. good, too. Base 60 special attack, mm-hmm. pretty bad, but it doesn't need it. Uh, base special defense of 70, which is, could be better. And then base 85 speed, like, nothing about this is that bad. 
Um, on top of that, it gets grassy terrain as a hidden ability with the move grassy glide, meaning that it gets priority in grassy terrain, uh, as well as the uh, power boost from it. So it's just yeah. it's living its best life. Let's be honest. Yeah. One of the more viable starters ever. So uh, one of the, yes. Um, outside of being just like a protein Pokemon. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not it's not Greninja and it's not Cinderace. Also, I was uh I was talking with people, they're just like, Yeah, if we added all the Pokemon back, like what are we gonna be getting? And I'm just like, Well, you're gonna get Greninja. They're like, Yeah, but nobody uses that in VGC. I'm like, I don't know, have you seen Cinderace in VGC? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like it's it's been there. <laughs> it's been there. I feel like if, For Gren- sure. if Greninja makes it, it'll be fine. Like the only difference is I feel like Greninja's more specially based and then Cinderace is more physically based. And physical mons have the detriment of intimidate. Uh, Greninja doesn't get that, so it's going to be worse. It's fine. What do we do with Ash Greninja? Megas are back. Yay. Uh, yay. Mm. Honestly, I think that's a really good idea for a third DLC, but that's just Thatch. Um, Stop. Uh, so moving on, we're going to go ahead and go through this team. Um, it's affectionately called Cat Dog by uh, Coil, uh, who's <laughs> been building most of our teams for Pokemon the episode recently. So uh, shout mm. out to Coil. We're going to start going through this team, though, so we're going to let Seth go ahead and talk about Rillaboom. You bet. We've got Rillaboom, obviously, and it's holding a Miracle Seed. Ability is, of course, Grassy Surge. Uh, EVs are as follows. 132 HP, 204 attack, 4 defense, 168 special defense. Adamant Nature with the following moveset. Grassy Glide, Fake Out, High Horsepower, and Protect. So, Fake Out is strong, obviously. Yes. Especially in VGC-type formats. Um, I'm reading through the little description. Nothing really notable about Rillaboom, but... It's just Rillaboom. This is just Rillaboom. It's just Rillaboom. I was hoping to get some insight on the EVs, but... Oh, no. Meh. This is. Uh, I feel like this is like standard bulky Rillaboom. Yeah. It's, it runs no speed. It's just HP defenses and hitting hard, which for in a world where Shadow Rider Calyrex exists, I imagine mm-hmm. this might be a, a number for that. Yes. Or something like that. So that's Rillaboom. Hooray. Yay. Very good. Very, very good Pokemon. Yes. It's nicknamed Harambe for some reason. I don't know what that's it, about. There's no nickname. <laughs> Next Pokemon on the list is the other starter on this team. Pardon me. First partner Pokemon on this team. And it's VGC, so let's take a guess what it is. It's Incineroar holding a Citrus Berry. Obviously, the ability is Intimidate. And EVs are as follows. 172 HP, 84 attack, 80 defense, 172 speed with an adamant nature moveset is fake out parting shot flare blitz that move that cures freezes and darkest lariat <laughs> so mm. incinerace is specced it actually has a little bit of insight on this um to reliably proc citrus berry incinerace incinerace the most used pokemon in all of competitive <laughs> uh, yeah yeah my coffee is obviously wearing off incineroar um yeah it's mm-hmm. specced to be good against Calyrex Shadow Rider. So yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we've got some more. Remember, this is VGC Series Ten, so we've got uh, we got some spice. But we first we got Landorus Incarnate, not Therian, holding a Life Orb with a Sheer Force ability, two fifty two special attack, two fifty two special defense, and this is uh, he's got Earth Power, Sludge Bomb, Protect, and Calm Mind. I think I feel like we've done this team. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, he reuses a lot of Pokemon sets, but... We might have. Uh, we might have. We very well might have. Uh, <laughs> but he, d- he did send it in, like... He sent it in, like, last week. Yeah. So, so it's, it's probably not mine. the exact team. No, I feel like he just reuses a lot of Mons, um, which is fine. 
Um, he's got what They're he good, thinks so is good. Yeah. So Earth Power, Sludge Bomb, and Calm Mind, and Protect as those moves to make sure that you can get the most bang for your buck with Calm Mind, uh, Landorus. But because it is Series 10, we also get to carry a Zashin holding a rusted sword with his intrepid sword ability with 232 HP, 252 attack, 4 special defense, and 20 speed. I do not know what he is trying to outspeed off the top of my head, but he is trying to outspeed something with that jolly nature and 20 speed. (laughs) (laughs) He is holding a behemoth blade, a wild charge, and he has sacred sword as well as protect. All of these things uh, will wombo combo literally anything. <laughs> the uh, the oh, description okay. that we have, the description that we have, says the speed is to outrun specific things after we talk about what yes. the next member. Oh yeah, of the team is oh carried. yeah, we get speed drops. I forgot. I forgot. Yes, but go ahead, Whimsicott. You can do the next ones. Yes. Okay. So the thing that the speed is trying to take advantage of is that the next Pokemon is Regieleki, and Regieleki is running Electroweb. Spoilers. It's holding a Shukaberry. The ability is obviously Transistors. There's something weird here in this team. It has a hasty nature and four attack EVs, but it has no physical attacking move. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's uh, like a leftover. It's probably a leftover from another from. team. Yeah, so you should run it with four like defense or special defense EVs and a timid nature. It honestly probably doesn't matter. Unless you're trying to be knocked out. It probably doesn't matter. It's a Regilecki. Unless it's trying to let itself be knocked out to lower that defense stat, which is yep. possible to clear the field of it. That's possibly Ooh, true as well. Could be. Could be. So uh, it has max special attack, max speed, because you got to go really, 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 really fast. Um, and it's running Electroweb, as we previously said, protect because it's VGC, and then it's running Light Screen and Reflect to increase the bulk of the rest of the team. The max speed is probably important for other Regilecki. Yeah. Uh, the way they calculate speed now in Gen 8, which is nonsense and is really cool, I really like it, Yes, is that it changes <laughs> mid-turn if there's a speed drop. And so if you win a speed tie, like you're essentially like getting free turns. Like, <laughs> Yes, I actually really like it. Yeah, it, it, it makes lot. it matter. It makes it matter. Yes, yes. So the very last Pokemon on the team is Mianxiao with Inner Focus, because yes, I am a physical attacker, but no, you are not going to intimidate me. Or fake out. Or fake out, yes. But he is going to fake out you. It's holding a Focus Sash, Jolly Nature, Max Attack, Max Speed, 4 Special Defense, and besides fake out, it's running Close Combat, Wide Guard, and Quick Guard. Those are amazing. And Wide Guard... Yeah, White Guard is especially precious because there's a lot of like Dazzling Gleams, Ernius, and mm-hmm. Kyogre, and Calyrex going around. Yep. And all those have incredibly powerful spread moves. Quick Guard is amazing as White well. Guard, Just Quick for like is Rillaboom. Great. Yes, yes. That's for Rillaboom. You can like stop Rillaboom with Quick Guard, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is fantastic in and of itself. Oh, this team's good. This is fun. Definitely give yes. it a shot, guys. Uh, we will be giving away the shiny uh, Rillaboom this week on the Patreon, so be sure to head on over there. And like I always it's say, fall if colors, we hit, pumpkin spice season. If we hit the $800 mark on Patreon, uh, $800 a month that is, uh, we will start those uh, monthly giveaways for the whole uh, whole community. Week-long monthly giveaways the patrons get to choose. So get ready for those. Yay. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be the team. We're going to kick things on over then to the mailbag. Time. Sending your emails. 
And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where we read your emails on the show. We typically have a prompt to ask you guys, and you can send in emails at pucklepodcast.com, but don't be afraid to send us emails about literally anything else. You can go ahead and just email us. If you have an interesting subject you think would be worth us talking about, we would love to hear from you guys. So on that note, let's uh, go ahead and get on in to the mailbag. Um, the mailbag, last week we asked you guys what regions you would love to see a Legend-style game on. Um, also, this segment, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And we'll remember to give somebody the Green Taurus badge if you start a good conversation between all of us. Uh, you Honestly, the name of the game here is just to trick us into talking to each other. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, not wrong. <laughs> that's the name of the game. So, without further ado, our first email is going to be from uh, Vicious, and I believe Seth has this one. Yep, I've got it opened. Good morning, Thatch, Whimsicott, and Seth Money Momo. All right. I don't know why you got. I don't know why you got a descriptor. Okay, I feel left out. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, I'm cooler than you. So <laughs> okay, Money Momo. When I heard Thatch, <laughs> when I heard Thatch announce the mailbag question, I was like, "Whoa! I really need to think about seven other generations." If I say Kanto, I feel a magical hand will come out of nowhere to slap me in the face. <laughs> uh, not wrong. <laughs> I can't decide on which area or lore I would want to see, but I have an idea that popped into my head. Would it be possible or even accepted for a game to exist that explores how Pokemon came to be? I don't mean just the relationship between Pokemon and people, but how Pokemon came into existence. I know it's pretty far-fetched to think about it. Uh, to think, pardon me, to think it would have any traction or support because of how difficult it would be to implement, but I think knowing exactly how and when Pokemon first appeared and being able to explore it would be fun. It would be interesting to learn how the idea of putting them into balls and battling first came to mind. We may get a glimpse of that in Arceus, which would be great. It would be very interesting if there was a way to do a procedurally generated map Pokemon game too, not the main series, of course. Hope you guys have a great weekend. I'll be play you I'll be playing like a champ using Eldegoss in Unite. Suspiciously vicious. Alright. Well thank you for that one. Yeah, nice. I think that'd be interesting it would be interesting i don't know if it's a good pokemon game though you know what i mean like i think it's a yeah. good like web anime thingy yes like it's a good anime i don't know if it's a good game like i could totally see so i'll get slapped in the face and i'll say kanto because like <laughs> yeah it would be interesting there's like i don't think every story if you do legends and like they keep doing it i don't think that they need to be like necessary like hey olden times right it could mm-hmm. be something that's just like in the past, right? Like we know, we know Mewtwo was created in a lab. How is Mewtwo created yeah. in a lab? Like we could experience that story, you know. You just made me remember something terrible that I saw on the internet yesterday, <laughs> and it was something like someone had one of their students write in an essay. Although the Matrix was made in the late 1900s, many of its themes are still relevant to today's society. Well, I'm not. Yikes. I'm not saying like it's olden times. I'm saying like, yeah, here, here we are. No, like, it's like here we are, like ten years before Red and Blue take place, right? Exactly, ten years before Red and Blue take place is now history. Yes, go the other direction. I want to see Cybermons 2077. Oh gosh, bring it on! You could like do it with Genesec too. 
Yeah. Same thing. Like Genesect and Mewtwo are the same Prehistoric Pokemon. <laughs> you could do that. And could you imagine like the fossil Pokemon aren't fossils? <laughs> you play as an Oranguru because they have the canonic ability to use Pokeballs. Oh my gosh. All right. Wow. <laughs> Moving on. Our next email is going to be come f- to us from Murray. Morning, folks. Doing another one this week to take a look at that deep lore trademark. <laughs> it's something I have a lot to a lot of fun speculating about surrounding new releases in a lot of game franchises, and Pokemon is no exception. I see the Legend series as TPCI's way of defining canon for the history of the regions of Pokemon, and there's certainly plenty to pull from. I think with a little creative work, an interesting Legends game could be made from all of the main regions, and even some of the spin-off ones as well. Cantos would be fairly easy. It would ha- have to be about Mew and the creation of Mewtwo. It would be less ancient history than Legends Arceus. This is literally what I was just saying. <laughs> Wow, but I think that's, our minds. I, but I think that's okay, as this is probably the most defining historical moment in Kanto. The Cinnabar Mansion is littered with journals that imply something unexpected and destructive happened during the cloning attempts on Mew, and I think it would be really interesting to experience the creation of Mewtwo firsthand. Johto, as a Legends game, would likely center on what is now known as the Burn Tower and the Legend of Ho-Oh. In Ecritique City, we hear about legendary beasts or actually three other Pokemon who were reincarnated by Ho-Oh, but I'm more curious to know what the exact events that led to the burning of the tower and whether the stories hold any water. It was jo- a storm, uh, right? Was a storm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe maybe like that's like what got stuck in the legend but wasn't actually true, you know what I mean? Right, like, maybe I, you think, were- I think that's what he's saying, yes. Yeah. Johto all, already radiates a more traditional Japanese aesthetic than other regions, so it makes me wonder how much different the region would be in the past. Unova can very easily center on the original dragon, said to be comprised of Zekrom yes. and Reshiram, and I can only imagine what kind of power creep that would bring. I still imagine you just call it uh, Pokemon Legends Kirim, and the original dragon yeah. was named Kirim, and it's just mm-hmm. black and white Kirim shoved into Kirim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my answer. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, no. It could also talk about Kirim's origins, as some said to have come from space, but Drayden Black White 2 says he believes it's formed as a byproduct of the original dragon split, so the legends are fairly disputed. For a Kalos story- the original dragon came. Yeah, he was the original dragon. He's just now a husk The original, of the original dragon, dragon came from space on a meteor and then was left over. That's, that's Rayquaza. You're confusing it with Rayquaza. It's both. Dragons <laughs> are unnatural. So the legends are fairly disputed. For Kalos' story, I would love to see a deeper look into the Pokemon War that's really only spoken about yes. in brief flashbacks. Yes, absolutely. You're a soldier. Being someone mm-hmm. on the front lines of that of an event that is comparatively out of place in the Pokemon world would be really interesting. A large-scale war is something we've never really seen elsewhere in the series, and I want to better understand the circumstances that and grief that led to AZ deciding that he needed to utilize the ultimate weapon that now lies beneath Geosenge Town. On the topic of so side cool. games, I really think Or would be a good setting for a Legends game. That is absolutely true. And Or is like the, the red-headed stepchild that Pokemon doesn't want to talk about, but they should. <laughs> the region's folklore is heavily c- centered around Celebi and its purification powers. Agate Village is an oasis in what is otherwise a mostly desert region, which makes me curious if the region was always like that or if a major event happened that caused this over time. The setting is also prime for more contemporary Legends, Legends title. As Colosseum starts with Wes and Extagam members stealing the snag machine from them and breaking out of the Snagum hideout on a bike, I think it would be fun and different story sort of Pokemon game to actively play as one of the bad guys for a game, leading up to the moment before the, realizing the gravity of what the team is trying to do with the Shadow Project and getting to guy 
Oh my gosh, punctuation, Murray. <laughs> I need a comma. <laughs> and getting to guide Wes through the plans he made to get get out his own redemption arc. One of the ra- ranger regions like Fiora and Almia could also have a sort of plot line, as rangers and Pokemon have sort of different relationships than trainers in most other regions, and in that nobody in these regions really owns any Pokemon. I'm of the belief that this could lead to an interesting sort of open world gameplay where you could would temporarily enlist the Pokemon to overcome challenges opportunistically, like in the Ranger games, rather than having a static party. This would, however, require <laughs> TPCI to remember Ranger existed, or that Coliseum existed, <laughs> or that it, 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 would, it would require them to remember that any of these games existed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 100%. These are just a few random musings about the potential of this sort of series, as I think there's a lot to work with. I think exploring these stories of established regions is a great idea by the Pokemon team, and I'm excited to get my hands on Arceus, as well as see where we go next. Murray. I would love for them just to accept, acknowledge that or existed. Like, just that it existed. Not that it exists, that it existed. (laughs) Past tense. Yes. So, remember how I said the games don't have to be all exactly the same? When you were reading Murray's email, all I can think of was, okay, so the Kanto game is... Half-Life. <laughs> <And> oh. Yes. <laughs> and the Kalos game is Fire Emblem. <laughs> Stop. No. Could you imagine if they did that? That would be so bad. No, I really want Legends. They wouldn't. I, I really like how, like, I think what Legends is trying to feed overall, and this is a take that I think is a little weird, is that Pokemon's really been trying to come up with a game about catching Pokemon more mm. so than battling Pokemon. Because, like, I would say Sword and Shield's like a balance between battling and and catching and let's go was definitely like hey let's catch pokemon like that was the forefront yeah um and it was done in a bad way <laughs> they finally yes. realized their they, motto is gotta catch them all they just they just grafted they just grafted pokemon go and put it in a console game and yeah Mm-mm. i think legends Arceus is a good way to have that as a console experience though Mm-mm. yeah but I, I think it's very catching forward because, like, you can even see in, like, the research things, like, you have to catch, like, X number of Pokemon to learn things about them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited for this. Uh, Pokeball Crafting, they also listen to the podcast, obviously. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, there is an entire episode where Bo and I were like, we're going to talk about mechanics we wanted. Like, that was the that was the episode topic. Mm-hmm. And or and it was, I think, 10 to 15 minutes about Pokeball Crafting. I remember. DIY Pokeballs. Yes. Yeah, it definitely happened. <laughs> All right, so this next uh, email, and probably our last one for today, is going to be from, I guess, Devin. They didn't give us another name. Yeah, Devin. Hey, guys. I was really intrigued by the topic and was discussing the possibilities of more Legends games. I think it would be nice to see more diverse games, like Whimsicott mentioned. Hey, that's me. That is you. I think that Legends, <laughs> I think that Legends should definitely play into stories of the past. I'd like to see a Legends Manaphy explore the ocean or an archipelago near Sino <gasps> or Hizui on a pirate ship. Okay, that's a good idea. Oh I didn't know God. I wanted that. I didn't know I wanted that. Legends Volcanion could be a steampunk version of Kalos. Oh my god, uh, I hate this and I love it. Oh, oh no. my god. Stop. Legends Genesec could be a temple slash jungle exploring kind of game, perhaps. Wow. It would be fun seeing other time periods outside of feudal Japan. I'd be totally right with limited dexes and less traditional gameplay with the series. I'd also be a lot happier if Game Freak split up the work with other groups and allowed for that exploration, but I'd also understand otherwise. Anyways, thanks for hearing me out. Keep up the good work, and I can't wait to hear your next episode. Wow. Man, 
Pirates. Dear Arceus above, give me Pokemon Pirate Edition. Please. <laughs> Pokemon Legends 4, Black Flag. You need, you need Pokemon Ninja Edition 2. I, I think there's a lot of, I think, I think this kind of game series like brings out a lot of things. I don't know. This is like, we obviously didn't speculate about Let's Go this much, right? So it's already that much more exciting. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, because Let's Go is, Let's Go. I don't know. It, it's just very exciting to think about Pokemon Legends and yeah uh stuff like that i, I don't know it's it's very yeah, cool right. um, all right so we need a mailbag to- well first we need a green tourist badge winner and it's either murray or devin pirates pirates <laughs> devin. i think devin for pirates devin you get it for pirates and pirates alone yar har <laughs> um also uh if you would like to email us next week at pucklepodcast.com we have to have a mailbag question for you guys and uh we talked about something rather dry today but um Maybe we can get like maybe we can get like angry supporters if we go. Do you think BDSP will BDSP Pokemon will come to Swish? Why or why not? <laughs> I think that's a good question mm. for it, right? Like, doesn't that yeah. sound like fun? There's gonna be some heated arguments there. <laughs> or, or will TCG Live be different at all? Or will TCG Live no. be different at all? No, we just changed the icon. Ha ha! Yay! <laughs> Jokes on you. Could you imagine that's all they did? They just rebranded it for no reason. Oh, I gosh. will I will I will get a pot and flip its lid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so feel free feel free to uh email us that. We would really appreciate it. On that note though, uh if you would like to check us out throughout the week, best way to do so is come to Discord, PuckleDiscord.com. If not, follow us on our social medias over on Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr. You can also go ahead Follow us over at twitch.twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. I usually stream two days a week, um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So be sure to check that out. Um, if you would like to support the channel, a great way to do so is to either drop a Twitch Prime subscription or go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. Like I said earlier, if we hit $800 a month, the patrons get to decide a week long giveaway for the community. And I'm sure the community would enjoy that. So you'll all be at saviors. I think I'm going to start using Patreon to like do more, uh, topic type stuff because I really would love to see what the patrons come up with and maybe we can start having patrons decide some topics a couple of times a month. So on that note, uh, definitely check that out. We really appreciate any support you can give us, even if it's just listening to the show. Um, so definitely keep that in mind. So on that note, I have been your host trainer thatch. I have been one of your co-hosts. And I have been Seth Vila money Momo. And here in the lavender town radio tower, it's closing time. Yeah.